Hi, and welcome to Ian Wants to Learn. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ian. And I want to learn. What would you like to learn about today, Ian? Public transportation. Could you you got to sound more excited than this. You sound like you're falling asleep. Well, it's public transportation. Who's excited about public transportation? That's why you have to Nobody. be excited. I am very excited oh, about public you're transportation. You're very excited? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I'll be excited when we have good public transportation out here. When I first moved to New York and got to ride the subway everywhere, I was like, this is awesome. You were living your best life? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. When I moved to LA, I was like, we we have a train? Really? <laughs> oh, cool. Um, I get a big efficiency boner when I ride the New York subway. Ah, there you go. There you go. After sitting, um, after sitting in DC traffic for the most of my life. Uh, D.C., mm. Maryland, Virginia traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the loop. Doing the beltway. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, you could move when you go to commute. Uh, <laughs> since I've lived here several years now, I could say sometimes you still don't. Uh, but anyway. So why did you want At to least learn you're about not driving. Yes. Yes. Because I live in L.A. and L.A. was a city built for cars uh-huh. to the point where they like purposefully minimized public transportation. And built highways, and they were like, "This will be a driving city." Uh-huh. And you know, car companies had sway, and now the driving city is awful in terms of driving. Yeah, the parking city. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's funny because you're in New York, where most people, if you have a car, you you know leave it in long term parking or something, or you know you barely touch it, or you don't have a car at all. In LA, you need a car. Like mm-hmm. we need. We need two cars. Yeah. We each have to have a car because without it, it is complicated. Now, that's not to say that our public transportation system doesn't exist. We have buses, and the buses get you where you need to go. The question is, do you want to get on those buses? <laughs> do you want to get on that metro? And the metro is is the metro's fine for where it goes. It just doesn't go everywhere. Right. right. And hopefully, by the Olympics, they'll have... I think we're hosting in 2028 or 26. I'm going to say 28. They're improving our our system for oh, okay. the Olympics. Yeah. So right now they're working on a line to the airport. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> finally. But it doesn't get you every – for a city as big as we are, it doesn't get you where you need to go. Like there are just massive swaths of the city that you cannot take a train to. Right, right. Like if I want to go to Beverly Hills, can't take a train there. Yeah. Uh, if I want to go through Beverly Hills, can't take a train through it because Beverly Hills was like, yeah, no trains coming through here. We don't want the hobos. No, we don't want that. I think that was always an issue with the D.C. one, right? Like we, you and I lived uh, closer to the D.C. metro. I don't know yeah. how close you were. Um, I could get to a metro stop. There were two near me, but like it was, you still had to drive like 15, 20 minutes to get to them. Yeah, that's about how it was for me. Um you know, you had to drive and then it was similar, like it didn't go everywhere. Um, you know, it was nice if you could get to it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was um, here. It's interesting because, you know, you can get to it a lot of places. If we wanted to move a bit further out, then it would be harder. You would need a car to get to transit. Yeah. And then like if I were to move out on Long Island, I would need a car uh, for yeah. the most part. And but here I can walk to a station with it's within minutes and I can go yeah. literally anywhere in the five boroughs. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can, I can walk to a station. I can walk to two stations now. Uh, and, and that will take me, you know, it, and I'm near the biggest line, the red line, but at the same time, you know, depending on where you want to go. Right. If I want to go downtown, easy peasy. But if yeah. I want to go to Beverly Hills or the West side, 
So I guess part of this was influenced by your not having a car briefly, and you're like, God damn it, That's why true. couldn't I just have yeah. a train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Why can't I just have good public transportation? Right, right. Okay. Uh, and and just hearing, I, I know, and we'll talk about this, I know, uh, I've been to other countries, and I have friends who've gone to other countries and talked about the public transportation systems there, or bike lanes, you know, how, how a lot of other cities internationally, and I guess maybe some within the country, allow for more bike lanes more walking lanes which right. makes it a little more pleasant so it's like if it's a smaller city and they have you know a lot of bike lanes you don't need the public transportation as much you know yeah i didn't focus too much on bikes for this one i know you, you did ask in a, like a follow-up like you know compare like yeah. what, what's the helpfulness of bike lanes i didn't go too much into that or into that at all i focused on buses and trains and we'll get into it that's typically how mass mass transit public transportation yeah. is defined but yeah let's get into it Let's do it. I got a lot of sources this time. I had to use. Ooh, zoom, zoom, zoom. Metro Magazine, Time Out, Jalopnik, Encyclopedia Britannica, U.S. Department of Transportation, Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority, HistoryofMassachusetts.org, Forbes, Vice, and CBS. The first one, Metro. Metro Magazine. Yeah. What is that? Is there like a, is that just for all like train drivers? Like what is that? Conductors, that's the word. What is Metro Magazine? Um, It's just or like a specific. A, it's like an urban magazine. Okay. Just like a. Uh, okay, so it's not. It's not a specific. It's not like city specific. It is uh, I for don't all metro. Think so. Um, I heard you had a Boston one. In it there, might so. be New York specific, but uh, okay, I'm not sure. I mean, it's like a website, right? So you can go from anywhere. But um, yeah, I think that one did rank transportation. I think I used that for ranking of transportation systems. Okay. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I used the specific Massachusetts ones. We'll get into that for why, but. Yeah, so from Encyclopedia Britannica specifically, mass transit will define it. Also called okay. mass transportation or public transportation is the movement of people within urban areas using group travel technology such as buses and trains. The essential feature of mass transportation is that many people are carried in the same vehicle, e.g. buses or collection of attached vehicles such as trains. So okay. in case you wanted a definition. So a lot of this, like... It doesn't necessarily, like we say public transit or mass transit kind of interchangeably. In a lot of instances, it can be public or private or a partnership of both, or uh, in some instances, uh, private, but it's subsidized. It, it's kind of all used interchangeably because they're all kind of a mix. And depending on yeah. where you are in the specific line, it may be public or private or some combination. So we tend to kind of group it all together. But, uh, gotcha. Mass transit tends to be efficient and benefits the community by reducing traffic congestion, also bolstering the economy and increasing access to health care. Okay, yeah, yeah. There are 650 transit lines around the world. In 2017, there were 53 billion passengers on public transportation. 650 transit, like 650 metro systems? Yeah. Or train systems, bus systems, or both? It doesn't seem like that many for the world. 650 doesn't seem like a lot? For the world? Yeah. I don't know. It, you know, I mean, that's like what? I mean, how many alone are in the U.S.? There's like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't look that up. but Well, no, I know. But I'm saying like just, just, just the U.S. alone is... is I don't know. I mean, know. I didn't look up. I didn't look up. I thought that was a lot. <laughs> I guess oh, I should have flipped I, it up I mean, for comparison. I guess when you think about the amount of people on this planet and the amount of countries and, and well, cities. they tend to focus on the larger cities, right? So 650 in terms of larger cities that would need right. a public transportation system. 
Um, sure, but it's like Baltimore, a larger city. They have a transit system. Yeah, I'm sure that was included. No, I know, but I'm saying like there's a lot of cities. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, you think it's a lot. I think it's a little. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, there should be Doesn't more, really and we'll get into that. But in the U.S., it's not as big as it is internationally. Majority of transit systems in the world increased in ridership from 2012 to 2020. So prior to COVID, from 2012 ah. to 2020, most of them increased their ridership, but not the U.S. Okay. Because U.S. rail systems and buses are in subpar condition. And we'll get more yeah. into that later. But I, I want to speak briefly about my experience with New York subway. So sure. it is way more efficient than when I'm sitting on the Beltway in D.C. traffic. But yeah, it is like a dump in most like st- subway stations. Like it is a leaky, disgusting, barely functioning mess. I was describing it to Christina. It's almost like I went into like an ancient burial like pyramid and I see like these beautiful like old mosaic tile, you know, this nice art across uh, these subway stations, but it's disgusting and occasionally like trains go through. It's like I'm in a tomb that was forgotten about a hundred years ago, but a train will come by through it occasionally. <laughs> okay. Like I, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it other than that. Like it just looks like we built it and then we we're like, well, that's it. Now we don't have to do anything to it ever and again. And we're done. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's just like God, you know, you could just see that there's been no investment in this, like, ever since. Yeah. It was like, we built it, we got it done. It was like, all right, well, that's it. Right Now you can ride it wherever. I mean, it's crazy. They let families of turtles just take over old old stations, you know, with their with their rat boss. The what? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ninja Turtles. I'm making oh. a Ninja Turtles reference. <laughs> I... I did not get Sorry. that reference. I did not understand where we were going there. Um, no. Okay. It, Family of turtles, rat boss. Yes, I, I got it now. Thanks. Rat father, I guess. Yes. <laughs> it, I've I've always found that interesting about. Sorry, I've always found that interesting about New York's metro system because I feel like New York is very proud of its metro system. You know, on the world scale, they you know, oh, we've got the best whatever. But then when every every time I've I've gone to New York two three times, and both but the few times I've gone, I always am hearing about. Oh, you know, we need to fix this up or, you know, we might be stopping some lines here or we're patching this up. And it's like, I did, you know, not living in New York, you get the feeling that New York cares a lot about it and keeps it up. But it does not seem to be the case. No, I mean, it, I guess it fares better than some other cities and we'll get into that. But I mean, like I, I commute to the city a few days a week and it took me like, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago. It took me about an hour and a half to get home. And normally it should be how long? Yeah, it should normally be like 20 minutes. And I'm like, ah. this is like I'm back in D.C. traffic again. And it was because all of Queens signal system was down ah. like the entire borough, all of their train signals. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> because yeah. the, this is the big problem with it. Like it has like an old signal system that basically has been yeah. there since like the 50s. And so, like, occasionally when something fucks up, then the train has to go super duper slow so that it doesn't run into another train. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of problems. And like, it's like constant. Like, if it's raining and you go into some subway stations, it is like a flood. It is just disgusting. Mm. It's like it's like I'm playing like The Last of Us and I'm 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 in an old abandoned train station, except <laughs> trains still come through it. Like, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. 
is it a public service or is it a private serv- like company that's you know subsidized in New York? Which which is it? It's public. Now, I don't know okay. how much private money goes into the construction or the running of it, but I'm pretty sure it's almost entirely public in terms of the running okay. of it. This is not a, this is not a whole discussion about the New York City subway, but and we'll get into why U.S. sucks. But I just wanted to briefly mention that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you, you talked a bit about L.A. and how it's it's nice, but it just doesn't go anywhere. And that's a yeah. frequent that's a frequent crit- criticism of the worst subway systems here. But mm. let's go a bit into about history. OK, if you're talking about moving a mass amount of people, there's some suggestion that like the oldest form was by boat, not by you know, other ve- like land vehicle because you're sure, taking a bunch sense. of people to one particular place. Right, um, right. Horses can only carry so many people. Right, right. But in a sense of we think the first mass transit, it was a horse-drawn omnibus, which was first in France, first used in France in 1828. Okay. Basically, they were operated by private enterprise. Um, they operated them in the busiest areas of town uh, to, to get commuters where they needed to go. Um, there was one- How in- many- Go ahead. I was going to say, how many people or were you getting to that? I didn't write that down, but I think it was a couple dozen. Um, oh, okay. It was, a, it was a big cart. It was, you know, drawn. In 1832 in New York, they installed rails in the streets for these omnibuses to minimize the energy needed to pull uh, and make the ride smoother. I think they could pull up to 50. Don't quote me on that. I can't remember. I wish I'd written that one down. But the cable car, which was a rail vehicle pulled by cable via steam power, was invented in mm. 1873 to be used in San Francisco. The idea there was because of the height, the hills in San Francisco. They need yeah. these crane, these uh, pull these cables. cables. That was the system. But it spread okay. to it spread to Chicago and other cities. And the main reason was you didn't have to have a bunch of horses shitting in a dense urban area. <laughs> uh, you could have a you know a, a cable car shitting in a dense urban area. Yes, the first subway in the world was in London, England, in 1863. And ah, the uh, the tube. The Wait, tube. Is that what they call it. Yeah. The tube. Well, the, yeah. they call it the, the, can you give me your best British accent? The, the tube? The tube? No. We'd like to take the tube. That's terrible. <laughs> Who's going to get on the underground with us and take the tube? It's got oh, a little bit of like churn. It's like the tube. Like, I, I the can't tube. do it. You, you want the churn there? The tube. The tube. <laughs> or I could do that. That sounds worse. Boy, mates, let's take the tube. <laughs> we were Jimmy, watching. Let's take the tube. Did you ever watch the, mm-hmm. the show Misfits? Uh, it's like a British. No, show. I know the show, but yeah, I've never watched it. Yeah, there's they have like a variety. There's a couple different British accents, and there's one girl yeah. who has a British accent, which even Christina was like, "This is like a crazy accent from somewhere in particular," and it's almost indecipherable. Yeah. You have to have like subtitles on. Hey, like I'm too like this from the, the, the other parts of Britain or something like this. You can't understand quite what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm talking like about that. things that you've been talking about. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. they have a lot of fun accents. <laughs> yes, they do. The tube, gonna take the tube, yeah. gonna go, <laughs> gonna go downtown hill, tell Pepper Dilly Square, Chocadilly. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like chocolates. Piccadilly, that's the word. So, Doctor Who. The, the, the tube trains, they were hauled by steam engines uh, in London, the first ones. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And they were underground? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super Ooh. dirty. Yeah, I've seen, I've yeah. seen, um, <laughs> what did I, I saw it in something, either a video or, or a show or something, where it like it, it showed what it was. Yeah, they were they were very very dirty. That's gross. Um, yeah. Oh God, that couldn't have been good for people's lungs. No, I'm sure it was awful. Uh, first subway <laughs> in the U.S. was in 1897 in Boston, Massachusetts. 
Of course. Boston also apparently had the first publicly operated ferry boat in 1630. So Boston, big public transportation town. You know, living living in L.A., I just want to say this real quick. Mm-hmm. I've I've come, because L.A. is sort of Can the- Can you give me a good Boston accent? <laughs> uh, We're going to avoid some of the international accents. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Bashed. Ah, no, I can't do it right now. I can't do it right now. <laughs> too, I got too many early. others in my head. Yeah, okay. Too early. Right. Um, but I was going to say, I feel like living in L.A., because it's such a, a city of transplants, everybody not from L.A. is- make sure to have a pride in where they're from okay to some degree okay which makes it hard when you're from maryland because it's like well do i pick baltimore or do i pick dc neither of them are great and everyone <laughs> makes fun of you for both of them right. um and i usually go baltimore and always get made fun of but and then they mention the wire yeah I'm just, the wire shut <laughs> up <laughs> but most people from new york suck right okay I hate new yorkers because they're always like new york's the fucking best city in the world and i'm like get the fuck out of here i hate you Mm -hmm. and then it's either it's a close tie for second either boston or chicago Mm -hmm. they're very annoying it sounds like you just hate anybody from any other city no there are people you know if you're from like major city you're lovely okay no one cares about milwaukee (laughs) (laughs) who's from milwaukee nobody (laughs) all right all right so we're done with boston and well not quite but so let's get into some rankings because your original prompt your original prompt for me was Mass transit, best, worst in the world. So yep. let's start with just the U.S. And, okay. Um, out of 30, so this is one ranking. There's a couple different rankings, from, and this one's from Metro Magazine. Out of 30, Boston is the top ranked in U.S. public transportation. Okay. I feel like I've heard good things about, about that one. Followed, and So not only were they the first, but they, they're apparently also pretty good at it. It's followed by Seattle, and there's a different ranking that had those swapped. So I guess Boston and Seattle both quite good. Okay. Um, third was D.C., then Austin, Texas, and then Pittsburgh, PA was the D.C. was fifth. third? D.C. was third. I mean, I guess it's... It's always pretty clean. I've never had issues with the DC Metro. It just doesn't get well. I mean, for my purposes, it got me where I was going, which was downtown. Yeah, I mean, the few times that I took it, it was it was efficient and it was clean, and, and it it was just the fact that, like we said, it just you know you had to drive to get there. You had to drive somewhere yeah. to park to you know to then get where you needed to go. Yeah, but that's the top five. New York was number seven. Uh, in case you're okay. curious, San Francisco out of thirty. Yes, this is thirty. Okay, San Francisco was twelve. <clears throat> Riverside, California, was twenty-seven, and San Diego was twenty-nine. San Diego barely has anything. Yeah, and it didn't list L.A. I don't know. Is that Riverside? Probably because is that uh, no? That's what like Riverside County. No, not quite. I don't think so. Maybe L.A. just didn't make the top thirty. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it didn't list L.A. But a separate list, uh, and we'll get to it. It's the top. 10 and top 10 worst in the world and la was number 10 uh that was from yeah. jalopnik but okay so i was trying to figure out what if we have the top 30 right what makes them good yeah like how yeah, are they what, what rating them right right and, what qualifies a and typically it's factors of convenience safety and reliability okay so those are like it's usually like big surveys of people who take the transits um, in all the different cities. And in some instances, it's more like a specific study about how efficient they are, you know, how far they go, et cetera. But that's, those are typically the three main factors that influence that. So let's get to the top 10 worst in the world. 
Okay. I should have looked up the worst in the U.S., but I did not do that. But well, it's probably whichever the first one to show up on uh, this list is. Well, so the ten worst in the world, six out of ten are in the U.S. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just as a there's your quick <laughs> spoiler alert. So ten worst in the world. Number ten is L.A. Number nine is okay. Detroit. Number okay. number eight is New Orleans. Okay. Number seven is Minneapolis. All right. Number six is Boston. Boston. So despite being our best, it is the sixth worst in the world. So I'm guessing after Boston, there are no more American ones if it's the sixth worst? There is one more American one. Oh, okay. Because it's six, it's the fifth on the, it's six, right. but it's the fifth city listed. Okay. 10 LA, 9 Detroit, 8 New Orleans, right. 7 Minneapolis, 6 Boston. Fifth is Toronto. So we're actually out of the U.S. Oh, okay. All right. And then four is Atlanta. That's the that's the worst uh, U.S. city in terms of mass. One. This is a this is a list where one is the worst, right? Yes, where one is the worst. Yeah. So so wouldn't that mean Atlanta's a better public transportation system than? Oh no, it's a worse public transportation than Boston. Yes, it's worse. But but it considers L.A. to be better than Boston. This list. Yes, in terms of in the world. Yeah. But I guess like it just lumps like I imagine just in general U.S. cities are just bad like it's not, yeah yeah you know I can't imagine there's a whole lot separating these because of the ten worst out of six hundred and fifty yeah. or whatever systems um, and Atlanta's the fourth worst yes Jesus three is Sa- in the world three is Sao Paulo Brazil okay two is Manila the Philippines and okay. one is Mumbai India interesting Mumbai India. You can see some pictures and video of Mumbai, India. It's insane. It just is, is this a situation with like hundreds of people like climbing on it, or it's just not working. It's just people jammed in it. Their suburb. Yeah. It says their suburban railways experience over thirty five hundred deaths a year. That's insane. For comparison, in twenty twenty two, for New York City subway tracks, eighty eight people died. That's still a lot of people, but okay. But thirty five hundred. Holy well, shit! Well, that's true. Thirty five compared to eighty eight is is uh, <laughs> it's a bit steep. Yeah. So six out of ten for the worst in the world were U.S. cities. But. Six out of ten. Oh my God, go America! Yep. We really in- invest in infrastructure. Yep, we'll get and we'll get to that. Best in the world. Let's do best in the world. There's a big survey. They they surveyed more than twenty thousand city dwellers around the world. A lot of it was focused on how satisfied are you, the timeliness of the service, reliability, how much you're able to access, a bunch of different stuff. Um, okay. You have any guesses of the top one in the world? This is cities or countries? It is a city. There, there is a country in here, I think. I would say, okay. Country, I, but the top one is a I city. Mean, Tokyo? No. Oh. Uh, London? No. Ber- uh, Berlin, Germany. Really? Yep. Okay. I, you know, I've I've been to Berlin. You have? And I, I have, yeah. After college. That's what I used my... <laughs> After my grandmother died and left you know, money, so my mom gave me some money to go to Germany because, you know, when you spend six semesters taking German, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you might as well put it to use. But I recall their, their metro system being fine. I had no issues with it. I didn't use it a lot. but I saw some cool pictures of it. There's, uh, I think it's Atlas Obscura. There's an article of the German U-Bahn, as they call it, the German subway yeah. system. A lot of cool pictures of it. But, yeah, it's 97% of people in Berlin praise the public wow. transport transportation network it, well if ever a country does efficiency it's them <laughs> the big highlights are it's extensive it reaches a lot with a big network of underground trains light rail trains trams and buses nice now where on these rankings is the underground railroad i've heard about this uh that is not listed here 
Unless you're talking no. about subways, which are underground railroads. Those are listed. <laughs> if you're talking about the no. U.S. Underground Railroad, that is not listed. Do we need to do what Ian wants to learn about the Underground Railroad, that it's not a real railroad? <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was a real railroad. I'm sure, sure most kids did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Anyway. I was looking up, you know what a difference between a train and a light rail train is? The weight? <laughs> no. <laughs> What is it? It's usually just, it's like a less of an engineering standard than like a big, heavy, like freight train style train railroad. Okay. It's more like a frequent commuter area train. That's what they call light huh. rail. And do you okay. know what the difference, what the difference between a train and a tram is? Is a tram something that ha- it's like on wheels? Or, I mean, they're all on wheels, but it's not on a track. <laughs> no. Wait, wouldn't no. that just be a car or a bus? Well, like uh, I was thinking, like the um, the people movers at like Dulles, you know, or is it like uh, electric? I don't know. What's the difference? It was one of those things where, like, I feel like we always use terms like light rail, tram, and I'm like, what do you really know what those mean? Do I know what those mean? Yeah, I didn't really know what light rail meant. I literally thought it was just like a smaller train, and it kind of is yeah. that, but it's also just like more for commuters. But a tram, I was like, I feel like I would use that term, but I don't really know what that means. But it's when it shares at least part of its track with other vehicles. So it's like where you have oh. like the rails on the road. So like it yeah. shares the road space with cars. Yeah. It shares that same area where, where a train has its own separate track. So it would not share any space uh. with other vehicles. So just as a heads okay. up. I didn't know that. Okay. So Berlin was number one. Number two was Prague right. in the Czech Republic. Prague. And th- okay. Three was Tokyo, Japan. Uh, three. Okay. Uh, a friend of ours cool. went to Japan recently. You went there too. Yep. Uh, you went there two times, right? Twice. Yeah, yeah, I did. He. So I'll ask your opinion, but just to mention our friend, he he basically talked about how like so he's lived here several years in New York. He talked about how great public transportation is in Japan, and he's like there. There's places to eat like in the station you can sit and it's clean it's very quick it's easy to get around he was just saying it's like night and day compared to new york's subway (laughs) yeah what was your experience oh i loved it i mean yeah in the big stations there's places to eat and stuff like i mean the smaller stations are just you know just stations but i we found it easy to use clean and you know i'm I'm sure we've all seen those videos in tokyo of people just cramming onto the you know, to the point where they have guys like shoving you on to make sure the doors can shut. I don't know if you've seen those videos. No, but I, I did. Uh, okay. I didn't cite this as a source, but I did see a, a, like it was like a Japanese travel, like a tourist site. And it was talking yeah. about how in Tokyo they might shove you onto the train. Yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. Taking it during like I rush mean, they, hour. they pack them in. But here's the weird thing. Like we were on the train a couple times during rush hour. Even when they pack them in like that, you still have personal space. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, like you still everyone gives you a bubble like not much. You don't have a lot of space, but, uh, you know, it's it's not as bad. And I will say, like doing rush hour in Tokyo on the train with luggage is a nightmare. Yeah, because there are so many people and you feel like a giant asshole. Yeah, they're like they're like, we don't recommend that. That was from that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do that. But no, their trains are efficient. They're on time. The bullet train is awesome. Which is, you know, much larger. But I guess the the bullet train is like you can set your clock by it. It's so consistent and on time. Yeah. It's definitely clean. I mean, it's a it's their rail system is awesome. Yeah. No, it's night and day for sure. I loved their their metro system. And if you're a foreigner, you can or if a tourist, I don't know if they still do it, but you could 
for like 500 bucks or something, you can get like a rail pass, which doesn't do like the metro, if you will, but it does the bigger trains to get you from city to city. So if you want to go from like Tokyo to Kyoto or something, mm-hmm. you can get it. Basically, you paid 500 bucks, so you now have a rail pass, which does pay for itself if you just do it twice because it can be expensive. But within the city, it's not that expensive. But it was super easy to figure out and... and uh yeah, no, I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it gets you everywhere. He just pointed out, like, it was just kind of cool that you could go into a station, and it was, like, after you would, like, pay to get into the station, like, at the terminal. And yeah. he's like, and then there's just, like, places to sit and eat, and, you know, in between, like, you know, if you're going to wait for trains and stuff. And, you know, here, if you have a place to eat, it's basically in one of, like, a few places where it's kind of outside the station. Like, if you go to Grand Central, Grand Central has a really beautiful for it's like a touristy place right right so it has a big beautiful place when you first come into it and there's shopping and there's restaurants and stuff like that but and then if you go down into the bowels of grand central it's disgusting and you would not want to eat anything in that location you know and the only other thing you might see like in terms of shops inside of a station would usually be like a little like snack stand type place yeah you know you could buy cigarettes yeah, I mean, it, or candy or whatever it's not like you know a place you could sit and eat it depends on the station obviously yeah, there are a lot yeah. of stations that that don't have that but no i certainly purchased food in a few of them so yeah i just thought that was yeah. uh that was cool they also said it said they tend to be quiet quite oh much. yeah people don't people aren't there's not a lot of talking going yeah. or if there is it's quiet like everybody's respectful of everyone else i mean Asian cultures in particular, but in, you know, I, I've been to Tokyo, so I noticed it there. You know, when they, again, pre-pandemic, when they are wearing a mask, it's not because they're afraid of you getting them sick. It's because they're sick. Like, yeah, there's yeah. just a respect there, yeah. you know, and it's like everybody's pretty quiet. Everybody's doing their own thing, playing their little phone game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, I also saw, and this is just, again, from like a travel site, but it said that there are some parts of the train where like some of the trains have train cars which are only for women in Japan. Oh, I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah, it said it was for it's only certain trains, but it said that they're for late night and rush hour times. I guess if you don't want to ah. get groped or harassed by strangers, uh yeah. the Japanese subway is also uh, a nice place. You know, Japanese well, they, transit. They they do I'll have to say I think I took a picture of it when I was there. I'll have to put it online. <laughs> they do actually have pictures or like little warnings in in some of the stations that are like, you know, be wary of people like taking uh, upskirt photos. <laughs> like signs that are just like, you know, look out for this and it's like, "Oh, all right, that's good to know." Yeah, a lot of perverts there, uh, I guess. I'm yes, sure that happens are. here too. We do have some signs here that are like, "You are not allowed to touch anyone. If you are being touched or harassed by someone, like just because it's a crowded train, you can't touch people. You can't grow yeah. people, right? So, you know, if you if this happens to you, you need to tell somebody in the, the train station. I'm pretty sure the sort of general rule, <laughs> the societal rule, is if the train is crowded, you can grow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've all agreed to that, right? Like, yeah. that's a thing. Let's, ho- let's hope yeah. you take this out. Um. <laughs> hey, uh, is, uh, is Seoul on there at all? Uh, No. Okay, because I, I, their metro system is. Have you been there? I have. Last time I went to Japan, we did we did a couple of days in Seoul as well. Wow, and their cool. their their system is is their system is pretty awesome because it can also be used as a bomb shelter. Oh, nice! Because it's right next to you know North Korea, so they have they have like masks and stuff. All the subways are double gate, like doored. I mean, it's a really nice metro system, and a lot of them, like when you go down, it's like this kind of like makeshift mall. Uh-huh. 
it's a I'd love to go back, but it's a it's a really interesting metro system, but clean and interesting and cool. And if you need a gas mask, I guess you could pull one off the wall. Yeah. So so those are the top three. Four is Copenhagen, Denmark. Five is Stockholm, Sweden. Six is Singapore. Seven is Hong Kong. Eight is Taipei, Taiwan. Nine is Shanghai, China. And ten is Amsterdam in the Netherlands. So many Asian countries yeah. in here. Yeah. Cities like they know how to do it right. And and European. It's just a matter of how condensed these cities tend to be. And yeah, uh, that's true. Just the need, and it's obviously a cultural difference, but we'll get into that now. What? Let's talk about it. Why does the U.S. suck? <laughs> a question we've asked for many years. Yeah. Uh, in terms of public transportation, I'm not going to get into all the sure, reasons the sure. U.S. sucks, but um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. Uh, first is that, so the ones we built in the 50s uh, or earlier uh, for a lot of the major cities, like they basically exist as we did then. They exist okay. as they did then. So there's a lot of reasons why the U.S. transit sucks. A lot of the systems we built in the 50s or earlier basically exist as they did then. And we didn't expand on them as cities grew. Okay. This is a quote from Vice. Older American cities with legacy systems have barely expanded to meet growing footprint for their metro areas, as London and Paris have. The subway maps of New York, Boston, Chicago, and Philadelphia look almost identical as they did in 1950. In some cases, they've actually shrunk. Oh, wow. It's expensive to build mass transit systems, and it can often run well over budget to get these lines put in. It takes a lot of money and political will to get it done. People also tend to vote against big transportation projects because they think it'll be expensive and the government won't actually able to do it, and they'll be wasting taxpayer dollars. It makes sense that people don't want to vote for it because it's expensive and takes a long time. But it's also like, why does it? Why? Why can't? Why have we not in over a hundred years figured out how to do this efficiently to some degree? I mean, I know D.C. for example has a big issue because they go through three different states. I don't know. Right. Uh, DC's right. not a state, but you know, and so like it's hard to get more lines because you have to get everyone to agree but i feel like new york or la that's not you know yeah and that's part of the inefficiency and it's why like china can just plop down a thing because yeah. it's much more authoritarian and yes it like it could be a lot of individual transportation authorities have their own rules and different yeah. states and different municipalities so that can be part of the problem. I think a big part of it, too, is just that part of like political will, right? Like you need somebody who stands up there and is like, yes, we will spend this money to get this put in because it has a long term economic benefit and other yeah. benefits. You know, it's easy for someone to come in and be like, that's too expensive. You don't need to do that. We could just do little, you know, little improvements here and there and they'll fix it. Right. And that's much more palatable to someone who's like, I don't want them spending all my tax money to, to put in yeah. this big new thing. We could just fix it with this. Right. So it's just very easy to undercut someone who's trying to make yeah a big it's, improvement. It's annoying because I feel like it, especially in this, you know, in this country, it's it's very much a if if we're doing it, then I want results i want to see the results right now and right it's like, well that's not how these things work right like, you're gonna see a lot of construction for a long time and then eventually it'll get finished you know and people just need to be patient you but mean i need of... to pay money and i might not see the results of the benefit exactly yeah like no fuck that <laughs> but future generations you mean my kid will benefit from this event <laughs> fuck that <laughs> you know who cares about that who cares about kids? Uh, to be fair, I have said, like, I don't care if the world is, you know, destroyed once I'm dead. So, you know. 
I yeah. don't care that much. Okay, so I guess Only you're, as long you're as one can. of the reasons why. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 because I, I'll I'll shell out the money in hopes that it'll be. I am hopeful that it'll be things will be done. You know, if they're like, hey, let's pay for a hotel on the moon that you might get to go to in your lifetime, I'd be like, great, let's put the money into it. I just feel like too. Wouldn't it be nice just like if it if you if I'm riding and it like fucking sucks and I'm like, God. Are we still using the same signals from the 1920s? You know, this yeah. is terrible. And then if one day they're like, oh, you know, we're upgrading the signals so the, the line is down. I'm like, well, at least they're fucking doing something about it. Okay, yes, yeah. I'm inconvenienced either way, but at least someone's yeah. doing something. But Well, you're inconvenienced either way, but one of the, in, you know, the, the we're fixing it, it's like you're going to be inconvenienced for a little bit. But once that's done, you should be a lot less inconvenienced. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. It just seems so... It makes sense. Like, hey, let's fix our public transit system, even if it costs a few bucks, because there are millions of people that use it. Right. So let's do that. Well, and one of the aspects of whether or not it's good is how accessible it is and how far it goes and where it reaches and all that. So it's like, Mm -hmm. well, if we haven't increased our, you know, the size of our New York subway map since 1950, it's like, well, maybe we should have. Do you know when the last new stop was built in New York? Uh... There's actually one that was fairly recent, but I don't know what the okay. most recent one was. Um, okay. There was a running joke that the the Second Avenue subway uh, was like some of the stops that was completed since I've been here. They've been working on it for decades. Like there's jokes like if you watch uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah. they make jokes about the new Second Line subway is going to be in, and you know, a couple, I th- maybe it's Mad Men. I think a Mad Men made jokes about it too. Okay. It's like both. You know, New York-based shows, they made jokes about how yeah. the Second Avenue subway is coming in, and then it never, it didn't come in until now, yeah. within the last uh, several years. But, yeah, it's just, they looked almost identical as they did in 1950, you know, these major cities. But it, it's interesting now, because post-COVID, there's actually a lot less, now I think ridership is much is up a lot, but the idea of people teleworking now, meaning you don't need to commute, it's much bigger, like... In the city, it's kind of interesting. Like if you go, like if you, if I go out to lunch with with coworkers in Manhattan on a Wednesday, it is way busy now. Whereas before, it would have been on like a Friday or a Thursday. Mm. But now, yeah. if you go into Manhattan on a Friday, it's like a ghost town. There's like nobody around because most people who would normally work in Manhattan work from home now. Yeah. So it's kind that of interesting. Sense. Okay. Friday midday, yeah. midday, not like in the evening. Uh, right. But, right. Yeah, so in general, there's another problem as to why the U.S. Okay. sucks. In, oh boy. in general, our cities are too sprawling. Ah, uh, yeah. We've built them too far apart, particularly newer cities, but it's hard to reach. Yeah, L.A. is a great example of that. Yeah, it's hard to reach every person or get everyone where they need to go, and it's even harder to do that and make money, like you know, turn a profit selling tickets yeah. off of that, or to even break even. Newer cities in particular are very spread out, and when we make these newer cities, we default to building roads. So we mm. start building roads, and then we have to keep adding to build roads. Right. You know, so that's that's part of the problem, too. So a lot of different issues there. You know, it's expensive. You need to invest. There's been chronic underinvestment for decades, and then it just becomes, yeah. well, now our problems are so big, we would need to redo so much stuff, and there's just not a lot of will to do that, and you know, not a lot of money, and not a lot of people want to give up money to do that, and yeah, it's just a mess. We're just doomed. And then all the new cities we build, they're too big, they're too spread out, so even if we wanted to build it, it would be even more expensive, and it would be even less efficient. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, basically just uh, move somewhere else, I guess. Um, <laughs> move to another country. There you go. 
that cares about this sort of thing. You asked, so that, that does it for most of it, but you asked which is better overall, bus or train, in terms of efficiency. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rail is most efficient. Okay. It is the... In, in that it breaks down the least, or in that, like, it's better for the environment, or in that it can get more people... In almost every factor. So I think okay. it's a pretty much okay. every factor. It's the quickest and okay. most cost-effective mode of transit. Got it. Okay. A single commuter train oh. can transport nine times more people in an hour than one traffic lane of cars. Oh wow! Okay. Well, most most public transit too is is electric these days, right? Uh, yeah. Or like metros and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so or it's like electric in the... combination with something else, uh, with like diesel fuel sometimes, so it's just more efficient than oh, okay. typical. But right. One million riders on a busy commuter rail line in Paris called the RERA is the same as 28 city traffic lanes. Oh, wow. Okay. There's also no more room in most urban areas for more roads. In most urban sure, areas, yeah. there's just not, like, you can't add more road. Uh, right. So you're going to have to add it, you know, via... Underground. Uh, yeah, underground or overground or whatever. Yeah. Roads are also more clogged now due to ride-hailing services in a lot of urban areas and e-commerce delivery trucks, such as UPS, FedEx, Amazon. Weren't ride-sharing things supposed to unclog the street? Yeah, it's made it a lot worse. I know there are like con certain congestion times there can only be, I don't know if it passed, but I know there was there was a debate a while back where they were trying to limit how many Uber and Lyft drivers could be active at a time in the city mm. just because of how congested it would make it. And there was a lot in this, this source, I think this was Vice, uh, where it was talking about how, no, this one might have been Forbes, but they were talking about how I should assign each source to each thing, but I'm like, it's probably better to just get it all at the beginning. No one cares about individual <laughs> sources. But I want to at least cite them so it's not just me just, you know, plagiarizing. But anyway, uh, that's beside the point. It's 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 very inefficient to have Uber and Lyft drivers clogging up the roads. Got it. Uh, yeah. It is much more efficient to have people on trains. And sure. the one thing is, like, it's also because of the other part the econ like the delivery trucks that need to get through now because everybody gets yeah. things like next day delivered you know everybody wants yeah. their shit and that is really the only way to do that you can't replace what those drivers do where they take packages to individual homes you can't right. really replicate that with commuter rail right right like so if you want to allow more of that, you have to get more people off the road, less Uber and Lyfts on the road, so that the delivery truck drivers can get their shit to you. Yeah. So, but also for the environment, rail is best. Rail emits anywhere from, at least in terms of comparison to cars, 30% to 70% less greenhouse gas emissions. Okay, that's Buses good. are more efficient than cars, but rail is even more efficient and more uh, environmentally friendly. And as you remember, because one of the factors, you know, for rating these systems was safety, rail yeah. rail is the safest form of travel, as we mentioned in our How to Survive a Plane Crash episode. We did, unless you're in Mumbai. Yes. Uh, even then, probably still safer, but... Uh, ah, okay. Um, actually, I don't know. Rail in general, <laughs> <laughs> averaged, uh, is, is safer. Yeah. But we need to build more of it. By 2050, there will be 30% more megacities cities with over 10 million inhabitants oh okay and as we mentioned a lot of these cities don't have room for more roads so you will have to build and invest more in, in right, rail yeah, yeah. and mass transit in general yeah. buses etc so yeah so that is public transportation okay all right do you feel like you learned yes i did 
I, I now know uh, the definition of a tram. <laughs> there you go. Um, amongst other and things. And a light rail. I know that this, this country says. Light rail is not just right, less, not less a lighter heavy. train. <laughs> a train on a diet. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a train with only 90 calories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, for sure. I definitely, I, I should have asked, like, how, how do we get better or you know what i mean but that that's probably just comes down to voting and policy yeah and, a lot of yeah. it's politics okay you know we need people who, so it won't get better yes of course yes yeah okay there's also like a longer term issue where and this is a complaint i have about our like our government like now like there's no incentive for government to actually fix anything now particularly national yeah. government so there's like no hope at all <laughs> So many members are so like entrenched that it's difficult to get rid of them that they're basically, yeah. you know, unless they do something truly horrible, which in some cases they still get reelected, uh, they they're do. basically untouchable. So they could just like they don't have to actually fix or do anything now. It's horrible. This, this is the dumbest yep. system we've ever created. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So we're doomed. We're doomed. As as we come the conclusion we come to at many, many of these episodes is we're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, there you go. Doom. Yeah. So that Okay. That's uh that's public transportation. <laughs> this has been Ian Wants to Learn. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ian and I learned. Thanks guys. The first oh shit. Hold on. Yeah, 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 I'll just let you know while you're doing that. At some point, I'm going to have to go wipe a poop butt, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I'm going to go wipe a butt. I'll be right back. Sure. Sounds like fun. Oh, it's going to be awesome.